0: This week we're speaking to someone who has a very important job of keeping everyone connected, of keeping all of our supporters up to date with everything that's happening at Erskine. And of course in this sort of era that we've been in where people haven't been able to get out in person to knock on the doors, we have to knock on virtual doors as well to keep people up to date by delivering newsletters via email and uh, other updates online as well and uh, the person who's the head of that is colette Glynn, digital and campaigns manager and she joins us this week on erskine veterans radio welcome colette
1: thank you very much
0: um first of all tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you come to work at erskine and, and how long have you been here and uh, what's the
1: backstory Uh, So I studied marketing uh, quite a number of years ago now, and I didn't really have a clear idea of what job I wanted to do. Um, So luckily, I fell into the third sector and into a fundraising role. And fast forward a wee while, I came to work at Erskine in 2017. Really enjoyed my time, um, but actually another opportunity came up, so I decided to leave Uh, But as things go for quite a number of people at Erskine, I actually ended up coming back. So I've now been uh, back in the role of Digital and Campaigns Manager since September, September 2020. And I find the place really welcoming. That was one of the reasons I came back. And it's just amazing to be able to see firsthand the difference the charity makes to veterans and their families.
0: Right, so you you joined Erskine, tried to escape, and then the the, the pull got you back in again. Because we find this, that people, once they find Erskine for a, as a place to work, they, they quite often last quite a long time, don't they? There's many people who are, are, are part of the Erskine charity, either um, behind the scenes or, or caring, who've been there for, in some cases, decades.
1: Yes, that's right, and we find that with a lot of supporters as well. Supporters are very loyal to Erskine and support for... Yeah, a long, long time, and generations of families choose to support Erskine as well.
0: Tell us what the digital and campaigns team do, please. Um, What 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 is that all about for those who are uninitiated with the uh, with with the title?
1: Yes, certainly. So there's three of us in the team, and Alison, Erin, and I work on everything from appeal letters, emails to supporters, uh, overseeing our wonderful fundraisers that go about knocking on doors and fundraising in shopping centres across Scotland. And of course, right through to our lottery, which is a fun way for supporters to raise money with the chance of also winning £25,000. Our job really is to raise awareness of the charity and keep in touch with thousands of supporters to help raise vital funds.
0: Now, this is really important, isn't it? Keeping that message out there, because um, you have to really keep banging on doors to get people to do, well, anything, whatever it is that you're promoting, whether it's a charity or whether it's a film or a record or a TV programme or whatever it is, um, you, you have to keep banging away, don't you, and, and, and advertising the, the work that you're doing just to, to keep yourself front and centre because I suppose you're, you're also competing for those pounds in the pocket of, with other charities too, aren't you, who are, who are being quite relentless in their marketing too.
1: Yes, that's right. And there's lots of wonderful causes out there and every supporter has a choice of which charities to support. But as you say, we need to be front of mind. Um, And for a lot of people, they maybe don't realise all the work that Erskine does. We had a couple of supporters come to visit us recently and they hadn't realised just quite how vast the Veterans Village at Bishopton is and also that we have facilities in Glasgow and Edinburgh too.
0: And what would you say are some of the common myths about fundraising because obviously it's uh it's one of those things that i suppose unless you've actually been out there and done it or been involved in it you don't really fully understand the scale of the task
1: yes i certainly when i came to join a fundraising team i hadn't realized quite how much goes on in the background uh, to raise money and, and how supporters can help so i have three common myths that i think we hear quite often um the first one is a donation or one donation can't really make a difference. A lot of people think that they have to give thousands of pounds for it to go really far. And in actual fact, anything from small donations of £5 to £20 can make a massive difference to veterans' lives. Things like buying adapted cutlery so that veterans can maintain their independence and our residents can feed themselves is a huge difference. Uh, We find also with our lovely regular givers, a direct debit donation helps with planning. So while someone may be giving five pounds a month eh, that can help Erskine provide long-term care and be there for veterans and their families for as long as they need us. Now the second myth we find is that a lot of people think charities shouldn't spend on fundraising costs. Now we absolutely agree that the money needs to go as far as possible and, and that's our aim all the time but we do need to invest in fundraising so that we can raise awareness as we said before And things like door-to-door really help us do that. We wouldn't have the resource to visit as many people across Scotland and to attract new supporters without things like our door-to-door campaign, our telephone fundraising to call thousands of supporters and also our appeal letters to get right in front of people at their door. Uh, So we find that fundraising costs are a real investment and help us grow the number of supporters we have and the vital funds that are required. And the third and final common myth that I have is that Erskine will bombard me with posts and emails. A lot of the time we find that supporters are afraid to perhaps sign up because they think they'll hear from us non-stop and that's certainly not our intention at all. We want supporters to be happy with the level of communication they receive. Some supporters like to know exactly where their money's going and hear from us quite often. Other supporters are happy perhaps just once a year and We always give supporters the chance to choose how they want to hear from us, whether that be post, email, SMS, or phone. They can change their mind. And every year we have a survey just to make sure that everyone's happy with how they're hearing from Erskine and how their donations really make a difference
0: and i suppose as well over the when you rejoined in in 2020 it was obviously a very different time than in 2017 or or whenever you first joined in terms of people probably weren't out going door to door and the events and things like that weren't happening as well so communicating the message of Erskine digitally sending emails or, or things like that was probably more important than ever
1: Yes, that's absolutely right. It was a challenging time for traditional methods of fundraising like door-to-door due to the pandemic. uh, We were very lucky that supporters and the general public were behind Erskine and still, even with the challenging time, signed up to a direct debit through this method. But when we couldn't do things like door-to-door, we did have to turn to more digital means and And get the word out there so we're very lucky that we have that at our fingertips and now uh, with the help of our colleagues we've managed to grow our social media presence as well so that more people hear about erskine uh, right across from our door-to-door campaign telephone and more digital means as well
0: what is your favorite part about working uh, at Erskine in the digital and campaigns team because you did work for Erskine a few years ago and you left and now you've come back again. So you must love it. What, what is it that you enjoy the most?
1: Yeah, I think there's quite a few. Um, one of my most favourite parts of the job is hearing from supporters. It's amazing once we've sent out something in the post or we've phoned a supporter, we always hear some incredible stories about their family members and their connections to the military. And it's really heartwarming to see supporters really engage with the charity and want to get in touch with the veterans and residents that they are helping to support so quite often we'll receive letters in the post with some wonderful black and white photos of family members and hearing those stories is is really really great um the other thing that i always it it amuses me but i really really like is when we send out a thank you in the post we quite often get a thank you back from supporters so we've sent a thank you to say your wonderful donations help and do all these things and they send a thank you back to say really we want to thank all the veterans that have done such amazing things for for our country Um, and I would say as well working at Erskine we're really privileged that we can see firsthand the support that's on offer and our uh, colleagues that uh, care for veterans and at the activities centre where activities are are happening and thankfully now are coming back to be in person we can see just all the difference that makes to veterans and their families
0: and until um being involved with Erskine have you had any experience of, of working with uh, military or ex-military people at all is this sort of, sort of a, a new world to you until until then
1: Yes, that's right. Uh, I hadn't had any experience. So I'm learning every day. And, and I find it um, fascinating all the different kind of military terms. It's like a, a different language. So it's definitely a learning curve for myself. Um, and I, I find it extremely helpful that colleagues across the organisation with military backgrounds um, can teach me a lot and obviously supporters and veterans themselves as well. Um, it is yeah, a brand new world to me and learning every day.
0: Have you experienced any of the military banter yet?
1: Um, Yeah, I would say, unfortunately, because of the pandemic, um, I I haven't been in as many places beforehand back in 2017. I can remember being in Harry's Cafe that many people will know. And yeah, you could certainly hear the buzz and experience a bit of the military banter then. Um, but yes, yeah, some some of my colleagues in the fundraising team have a military background, so I would say a touch of it, but I'm sure lots more to come.
0: <laughs> Very good. So if somebody wants to support Erskine, then what can they do to help?
1: So there's several things that people can do to help support Erskine, anything from donating when they can so we have various appeals across the year. Our next appeal coming up is obviously around remembrance time, which is an extremely important time of year for Erskine and many military charities. So we appreciate any donations that people can make at that time. Uh, we also have, as I've mentioned, direct debit is as a amazing method to give. It really helps so that Erskine can plan well into the future and be there for veterans as long as they need us. The charity has been around for over 100 years. And back in 1916, it was the public that helped raise the £100,000 to start the charity, which is probably more or less equivalent to the £10 million we need to raise now every year. So direct debit, if you can support Erskine with a direct debit, this is a really, really vital way um, and really important way. offers support and finally of course the lottery Eh, the lottery is one pound per week and not only do you help support veterans and their families but you also get the chance of winning some amazing cash prizes right up to the value of twenty-five thousand pounds
0: yeah it's uh great we we are regularly um mentioning the lottery on Erskine Veterans Radio it's uh you know um, a a great thing and um, obviously we hope that um somebody will win £25,000, but if they don't, then at least they've got the knowledge that they've contributed a, a small amount to uh, to help the, the charity in, in some way, of course, as well. Um, thanks very much for joining us, Colette. It's been great speaking to you on Erskine Veterans Radio this week. Um, before we finish off, um, is there a song that, uh, that we can play for you to, to, to play us out, whatever that song might be?
1: Yes, could I go for Build Me Up Buttercup, please? Uh, a nice cheerful song for quite a rainy day at the moment
0: thanks for uh, joining us Colette and all the best with the, with the fundraising for the rest of this year and of course next year and beyond as well